Hello and welcome. Congratulations on making the choice to listen to The Biscuit today. Um, today we are brought to you by Lucid Float Spas out of Mer- Mount Vernon, Ohio. A uh, deprivation tank, um, state-of-the-art, where you can go and feel better. Go see Chad, um, and you get a half off on your first float. Just mention The Biscuit, and he'll hook it up. Trust me, go do it now before everyone starts doing it, and then you look like the asshole. We're also brought to you by... Parker's Platoon, and they are partnering up right now with Receptra, a uh, CBD company, and they offer a premium organic whole plant pure hemp extracts for sale, legal in all 50 states. Um, if you don't know what CBD is, it is a cannabinoid from the hemp plant, um, helps with inflammation, um, stress, anxiety, uh, doesn't have any of the, uh, what, what would you call it, um, the shit that gets you high in weed, it doesn't have that stuff in it. Um, I'm excited to try it. Um, I'm looking forward to it. Um, and a little bit about their company. It's from a family-owned farm in Colorado. Um, it's hand-picked premium Colorado floral hemp. Uh, it's only hemp flower and uh, aerial plants. No seed stems, no stalks. Clean, cold ethanol extraction. Only the finest of the hemp's cannabinoids. And uh, the hemp extracts that take care of you. They're available through parkersplatoon.com. And if you're out in the Colorado area, you could call 303-660-5166 or order online. And uh, the, the proceeds benefit the fabulous um, nonprofit organization that is Parker's Platoon. Um, like I said, I'm very excited to try it. Uh, anybody that's had any sort of head trauma in their life or, you know, a lot of people that have arthritis are big fans of the CBD. Um, and do it now before it's illegal because they're trying to make it a schedule one felony because the pharmaceutical companies are not into you being able to heal yourself naturally. Um, so yeah, enjoy. Now Kroger, oh, Kroger got the, the right, right hand free. He's loose with the right hand and he starts to retaliate and down goes Nyland. And the two of them are hammering each other. Knights of Columbus, that hurts. It's old time, Marquette, the way you're supposed to play. You throw a little lumber if a guy gets in your way. You play like Orneal already, fucking sure. We can't all be Gretzky's, the music of yours. The enforcer of all hockey podcasts. It's the biscuit. It's the biscuit. The enforcer of all hockey podcasts. God help the fucking day if fighting's ever banned. There's a country will stop working on some fucking candle. Hi everybody, it's the Biscuit Podcast. Hey, you wanna go? Yeah, okay. Good luck, man. Good luck to you too, buddy. Here I go again on my own. Chick a damn fucking podcasting the only way I fucking know. Diddle do, diddle do, three labats and some of them How are we doing, guys? It's me, William. It's, it's the biscuit. Already cracked one open. Enjoy yourselves. Drink a beer. Drive a car. Don't drink and drive a car. Don't be fucking stupid. Oh. My wife hates when I uh, slurp the beer on the podcast. She uh, no longer will listen to the biscuit. So I've officially lost my first listener that I know of. Um, if you're a listener and you are going to stop listening to me, let me know so I can so I can talk about it. 
Got a few things. I just want to play a little catch up here. Sorry, I'm coming at you late. It's Thursday, uh, and I broke my one of my cardinal rules of podcasting: don't release a podcast <clears throat> when Spitting Chicklets does, because uh, it's not a good idea. But we'll see what happens. I want to thank everybody for the great 2017 that we had. Um, the show has grown leaps and bounds um, out of my wildest dreams. The show gets bigger every month, and it's because of you guys spreading the word and having fun with me on Twitter and you know telling your buddies. And I want to thank everybody for the emails and comments and kind words. Uh, and I'm looking forward to 2018 and looking forward to doing more <clears throat> and uh, bigger things. So thanks, thanks again, guys. Well, I just watched the United States get obliterated by Sweden. I'm bummed out, but I'm not that bummed out. They played the United States played rough. You're not scoring when you're not getting pucks on that. They were playing wide and Sweden was fast. Sweden's talented. That Rasmus Dahlin kid is uh everything they're they're saying about him. I mean, he's got dangles like that would impress my stepdad's nutsack. That's how dangly they are. Uh, but, you know, they lose 4-2. They get two goals late. Just, you know, too little, too late. But uh, I'm hoping that the Czech can beat Canada tonight so we can play Canada for the bronze medal and at least have a little bit of fun in this tournament. Been a, been a great tournament. Um, <clears throat> some of my favorite things are, you know, watching Rasmus Dahlin and uh, getting excited about him entering the league. I really enjoyed Cal Foote's uh, hand save there on the, I think it was the first game against um, Slovakia for Canada. Uh, Kairou's goal the other day where he broke his fucking twig and then went over to the bench, grabbed his buddies, came out and fucking scored. That was that was impressive. And the Czech team has really been impressive to me. Um, I know I mentioned a little bit last week on the show with Shane, but that, that Chitlin fucking cat, man, I like him. I like his game. I like the Czech a lot. Um, and a Czech Sweden game would be um, a hell of a gold medal. And I, I think the gold medal game's tomorrow. I think both the medal games are tomorrow. Is it the fifth, right? So I'm looking forward to watching those. Uh, have have a couple uh, dad sodas and watch the World Juniors. You can't really beat it. Um, oh, and a, another surprise for me through the tournament. Uh, and I want to thank everybody that listened to the World Junior uh, preview show with Mike Grinnell from Spitting Chicklets. Uh, one of the the most downloaded episodes I've ever had, <clears throat> and rather quickly. So th- thanks a lot, guys. And he was talking about Casey Middleton and how he was very excited um, to watch him play. And I was excited to see him play too. And he's really had a phenomenal tournament. I'm not sure how many points he has off the top of my head, but uh, you know, quite a bit. Him and Brady Kachuk have just been killing it. Really excited to see where Brady Kachuk gets drafted to. Because <sighs> I. Uh, you know, as much as they're the kids that are the, the the fighting's leaving, there's some of these young kids like Brady that are excited to fight because they've never been able to because they've always played in birdcage leagues. Um, the only downfall to that is they might look like uh, you know his brother Matt, which I'll talk about later when they do fight because they've never done it. You know, they didn't spend. You know, two years in juniors, Chuck and Knox, and then they get up to the show where everybody's watching and then have their first fight. So my advice to you, Brady Kachuk, is go get in some fucking bar fights in Boston. It'll do you some good, um, you know, while you're in college and while you're out there. I mean, it's very easy to go get in a fight in Boston. 
Very easy. But uh, like I was saying, Mr. Middlestat is uh, he's good. He's making me a fan. I might have to retire the twink thing. Seems a little rude now. And uh, he's proven that uh, push-ups might not mean dick when it comes to hockey. And I'm man enough to admit when I'm wrong. But he still hasn't played against anybody in the NHL. So we'll see what happens. Um, I'm still on the fence with him. But I'm closer to liking him. He's he's, from the States. His interview on, uh, you know, I keep fucking saying spitting chicklets was really good the other day. <sighs> so he's making me a fan unwillingly. I, he's raping me into being a fan. Um, we want to give a rest in peace to Mr. Bauer, um, Toronto Maple Leafs. Great uh, goalie extraordinaire. Um, I just watched him on the hundred years uh, NHL thing on NHL network. And he, Dude had a lot of charisma. He loved hockey, was good talking about it, you know, never wore a mask, just a fucking brutal, brutal dude. Lived to be 93, man. Um, and they had a, you know, a good memorial for him at Toronto. And obviously I didn't get to see him play because uh, I'm not that old. But uh, it's sad to see a guy go like that. You know, there's not a lot of those guys left. But, uh, you know, tap of the stick to him and fuck, dude, 93, that's a good run. That's a pretty fucking good run. Wanted to talk a little bit uh, about the Islanders getting a new home and potentially keeping Mr. Jonathan Tavares. Now, I know what. There's five boroughs in New York. The Bronx, Brooklyn, Manhattan, Queens, Long Island. Did I get those right? I don't really fucking understand what that means. They're all New York City. But they're not. They're all different parts of New York City, maybe. I don't know where Beaumont is or Belmont. I think it's closer to Nashua, where they used to play, I think. But they play now in Brooklyn or the Bronx at Barclays. The Bronx. No, Brooklyn. But the players live, none of them live there. I don't know, man. It doesn't fucking make any sense to me, but congratulations. And does Billy Joel fucking own part of the fucking Islanders? Because he was at the the announcement of it, and Gary Bettman was being super fucking weird with him. Oh, man. Oh, man. Ice cold bat. So good. But it's good to see them get a home... Um, and I don't expect them to stay at Barclays and keep playing in that horrendous fucking place, but, uh, we'll see, we'll see what happens there. Uh, but it's definitely a step closer to keeping Tavares cause you know, he's not going to stick around and start playing in that bullshit barn anymore. And especially with them winning now too, you know, him, Anders Lee, Brock Nelson, fucking Barzil, the fucking rookie tearing it up. Uh, they're... Definitely a team to watch out for. They score a shit ton. I mean, they just fucking pour on goals. Um, the NHL started back up after a little Christmas break there, you know, with the Winter Classic on New Year's Day. Um, I'll be honest. Uh, I'm always honest, but I didn't watch it live. Notre Dame was playing LSU, college football. Um, and, uh, I, I, I went with the Notre Dame game. I'm not, I'm not sad about it. Uh, 
but I, I did watch the, the recording, and it was, you know, good winter classic, man. The, the shadows and the sun in the first period were a little fucking shady. You know, it still has all the cheesy jokes and everything like that. Uh, the sweaters were cool. Game goes to overtime, bonus hockey. The Rangers end up winning, I think, 3-2. to two. Um, I liked the the taxis and shit and fucking outfield. It was cool. And I, I really thought Ronick killed it. I really do. I think his bit before the, the game started with him, you know, going for the polar dip was cool. And it's something where you can't take the game or the surroundings around the game too seriously. It's just something fun. I think it's kind of like Star Wars Episode 1, 2, and 3. It's for kids. Um, it gets them hooked on it. And it's something cool that the NHL does that's different because everything else they do is exactly the fucking same. Uh, so anybody that hates on it, you're just uh, you're just a fucking prick, and you should get over yourself or don't fucking watch. Same with all you fucks talking about Patrick Maroon's hit on Drew Doughty. What a fucking nothing hit! Yeah, the puck was behind him. Yeah, he fucking hit him in the chin and roughed him up a little bit. If Doughty wasn't such a putt and got hurt, you wouldn't even really hear anything about this. And then even Doughty, uh, Stephen Bentley sent me the, his quote saying, you know, I played with Patrick a ton, you know, when him being in Anaheim and then going to Edmonton, they've, they've always been in the same division. Uh, doesn't think he's a dirty player. Didn't think it was a dirty hit. You know, he was a little bummed out because the puck, you know, he was off the puck, but, uh, you know, people get hit in hockey. I, I thought it was nothing. I'm truly shocked um, that George Peros, the uh, head of the player safety department, ended up giving him two fucking games, man. Um, I don't know. Seems fucking super heavy. It doesn't make sense to absolutely take out all physicality of the game. Um, it's unfortunate, like I said, that Dowdy got hurt. But the, it was a physical – I mean, there was some shit going on all around right there. It wasn't just Maroon, and I, I don't think it warranted a two-game suspension. I don't think it warranted a game suspension. I mean, maybe a, you know, a roughing penalty and he sits in the box and maybe a four-minute or some shit like that maybe. Uh, even that might have been a little much. Just seems soft. The suspension's soft. Just kind of bummed me out. And you – Fox on Twitter were bumming me out with this Sidney Crosby shit is better than Gretzky. You gotta you gotta get over that. That's not real. And then uh Rogue Puck, Puck Rogue, the clown. You gotta calm down, sir. Just arguing to argue is uh not good for anybody. And this whole the goalies are better now, and then this you know, then the people out like Gretzky say the stick's better, blah blah blah, the skates are better, the training's better. It doesn't matter. Wayne Gretzky was the best of all time. Until his records are smashed by somebody, he's still the best. Um, I watched Wayne growing up, and I've watched Sydney as well. Wayne would just dominate an entire game. Sydney, I mean, what Sydney might be top five of all time when it's all said and done, but he's not better than Wayne Gretzky. He's not better than Gordy Howe. And I don't know if I can say that because I never watched Gordy Howe play, but I like him. So lick my sack. Ronaldo's suspension came out. Six fucking games. George Peros. Did somebody shit in your stocking for Christmas? My God, sir. Calm down handing out these fucking games like they're fucking 
candies to the kids. Now, uh, Mrs. Francesca Parker went and met old Ronaldo when he was in Denver. Uh, you know, he's bummed out about the suspension. Um, but, then, you know, there's nothing he can do about it. I thought it was heavy. We I talked about it last week with Shane. What was more concerning to me is uh, the people on the Arizona Coyotes, because Parks was there, that didn't know who Scott Parker was. Shame on you, kids. Shame on you. Go on YouTube, go to Fourth Line Voice, and type in Scott Parker and fucking learn something. Do yourself a favor. A great picture, Francesca, with uh, Paul Bissonette, uh, Ronaldo, and uh, Scott Parker. Absolutely, absolutely beautiful picture. One of the best ones on Instagram. The injuries are coming, boys. And they're coming hard. It seems like all, every time around All-Star break, people start going down. Uh, you know, you if you don't play the All-Star game and you're supposed to go, you get, like, suspended for the game afterwards. But these guys are going down. Like Philip Forsberg for Nash, or Nashville, he's out four to six weeks. Cam Atkinson, Alexander Wenberg, they're out for four to six weeks. Um, I think Shea, I saw Shea Weber's hurt, too, for Montreal. Shifley's out for Winnipeg for fucking four to six weeks. There's a lot of guys going down. It's not the usual all-star flu, um, but it's a long season. This shit happens. I would expect a few more to come out. Uh, it's just the way way she goes, bubs. It's just the way she goes. Other all-star shit for you kids. The jerseys came out today, I just saw, and they are disgusting. An absolute fumble by the NHL again. How fucking hard is it to make a cool all-star jersey? It shouldn't be this hard. The, the, the ones like purple and green, like Utah Jazz, like bullshit, like same basic design that they've had, like they're just changing the colors. It's super fucking lame. I'm super disappointed. I mean, maybe it's uh maybe they don't sell that well, so they just don't care to make them any different or to make them cool. But two thumbs down, two thumbs way down. The captains for the All-Star Games are as followed. Pacific, Connor McDavid leading the West in points and assists. Central, P.K. Subban, who always is the fucking team captain because that dude, people love that fucking dude. Uh, not a fan. Uh, uh, uh. Alex Kovechkin gets it for the Metropolitan Division. Good for him. Bet he doesn't go. And rounding it out for the Atlantic, Steven Stamkos off the fucking unbeatable Tampa Bay fucking lightning. Holy shit. The ass whooping they gave the fucking Blue Jackets the other day was outstanding. Oh, congratulations to Bob. Uh, Sergey Bravowski in his 200th win last night. Here, here. <sighs> Couple shout outs. I want to shout out to Little Caesars Arena and the Detroit Red Wings for their. I don't know if you guys saw this video online or not, but this little kid was like dabbing where they do the fucking arm shoulder shit. And then they would pan back to Sydney on the bench. Then they'd pan back to the kids and be. <laughs> Then they show Sid and everybody boo. It was hilarious. Um, 
Two thumbs up. Biscuit approved to Little Caesar Arena for doing that. That's pretty fucking badass. I think you guys know who my fuck boy of the week is going to be. It's got to be, has to be, it's two of them, but from the same incident. Matt Kachuk and Ryan Kessler ended up fighting the other day. And it was one of the most fucking pathetic displays of hockey fighting that I have ever witnessed. I'm I'm not sure that Matthew Kachuk has ever thrown a punch after watching that. It was like bullshit, like... His arm didn't work. Kessler hit him with like one maybe good one. It it was so bad. But this is the shit that I was just talking about earlier in the show where, you know, if you're going to be a pest and you do this shit, but you don't spend any time learning how to fight, it's like, uh, you know, don't, I guess don't do it because you make it look bad and you make the guys that did it before you look bad. It's, uh, it bummed me out. It really did. It really, really bummed me out. The Olympic roster came out the other day, which I thought was weird. I think I like the way that Canada's doing it, where you kind of wait out until the juniors are over. Um, and I don't know if you can add people right now. Obviously, they're going to because they don't have all the goalies named. I hope uh, Cal Peterson gets put on that list. But... uh I would like to see some of these young kids go. Um, I mean, that would pique your interest for this Olympics if the NHL players aren't going to be there as younger dudes playing. Um, I mean, I'm happy for the guys that were picked, especially Wisniewski, um, former Blue Jacket. And I'm going to do a a special on the whole roster, so uh, I'll save a lot of that shit for you guys for then. But uh, I think maybe going forward to whoever's working and doing that shit should wait until uh, the juniors are over to announce that kind of shit. Well, guys, that's a, that's all I really got. I just wanted to, you know, check in with you guys, get caught up on some shit that I maybe missed last week, and uh, I didn't want to not do an episode, so we're doing one. Um, the holidays are over. We're getting back in the swing of shit here. I'm going to do another episode on Sunday, so get your fucking buttholes ready. Freedom. Hockey. Stop, biscuit. Also, make sure to follow us on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, on any social media platforms that you have at The Biscuit. You can also download us at iTunes, Spotify, not Spotify. We're not on Spotify. Um, Tune in, Google Play Music, Stitcher Radio. That was what I was looking for. And make sure you go to Lucid Float Spas, Mount Vernon, Ohio. And go to Parker's Platoon and get yourself some CBD oil. Make yourself feel better. Love you. Bye. (laughs)